0: up everyone welcome to the hb Hoes. this is your hosts maddie sammy and our special guest brandy welcome back to our podcast and um today we're talking about succession season four episode eight america
1: decides fucking morbid um (laughs) first things first welcome back brandy thank you thank you for having me yeah, it's so yeah, lovely to have you again. Um what an episode to talk about. This shit's crazy. It is off the rails. It's been off the rails. This way, you know, you think it doesn't it can't get any fucking worse and it just does. And, you know, yeah. so that's what we're discussing today, folks. Yeah, and with
0: that spoiler ooh, spoiler warnings. <laughs> um get the hell out of here. Fuck off. Yeah. In Logan's words. Um if you haven't seen this episode or any succession leading up to this episode, so Go watch it all and then come
1: back. Yep. Okay. okay, Yeah. Before we dive into our talking points, uh, we just wanted to give a quick, like, status update because things are moving mighty fast in this season. Mm -hmm. Um, We're coming off the episode Tailgate Party, which was the night, but the pre election, the night before the election, if you will. Um, And then today, We pick up at 5 p.m. on election night where we have Jimenez, um, who is the Democratic nominee versus Mencken, who is the Republican nominee, pretty much going head to head. Um, And, you know, we have Shiv that's that's um, supporting Jimenez and then Roman that's supporting Mencken. So that sets the stage for everything that's happening. And then, of course, we have fucking weasel ass Tom overseeing ATN at this point. So. (laughs) All we're all relevant here, everybody's relevant. everybody's in each other's fucking mm-hmm. business. There's threats happening, there's fucking horrible the shit that's going on for democracy. Oh you know God. we've got it all. um, I didn't put overall thoughts in the notes that I sent you guys, but let's start with that. what uh Brandy, you go first? What did you think just overall about the shit show?
2: I thought first of all, I'm scared for next episode <laughs> because. <laughs> The way that Roman is slowly just, like, cracking and, like, his crazy self is coming out, you're like, oh, gosh, like, you're just as fucked up as Logan. Like, yeah. I'm I'm scared. And yeah. I know when I was on last time, I was really, you know, championing Tom and Shiv getting back together, but that's clearly never going to happen now, and I'm really, really sad for Shiv. Oh she can, like... God. She can't get a break anywhere, you know? And I'm sick of it.
1: (laughs) Um, Maddie, forewarning. Maddie is very happy when we have Jack on the show because he is a a Shiv non-liker.
2: And Maddie is
1: also not a Shiv liker at all. I'm I'm
0: I'm also a Shiv hater. Um, I will say (laughs) that this particular Shiv situation, although she has done this, she made her bed and now she has to lay in it, which really, really sucks. But this particular Mm. moment, honestly hurt my heart i was like fuck Mm. as pissed off as you make me and as shitty as you've been no woman Mm. soon to be mother deserves that yeah never i don't care how terrible you are you know especially if another woman said that to you maybe i'd be like "Mm, all right she might know something a man you know nothing
2: yeah. Let alone your disgruntled ex, like uh, you know what I mean? Like, I know. Yeah.
1: Another just in the status update in the tailgate party, we're coming hot off of Tom and Shiv and that crazy ass argument that they got into. Yeah. So it's like we're that picking up not it. even like we're picking up not even 24 hours after that, and it's like so yeah, the yeah. the dust isn't even settled yet. Yeah,
0: they went to bed mad. They yeah. woke up mad. That's yeah. how how not far anything has happened. Like they're still almost in the same moment
1: yeah mm-hmm. yep um okay Maddie besides the the shiv and Brandy being um on my side a fellow shiv supporter <laughs> ha, ha 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 you're yeah. outnumbered, huh? I'm outnumbered
0: this time
1: <laughs> <laughs> um what did you think about just the episode in its entirety
0: well I'm gonna say for my medium smart self that it was a little bit Hard to follow, you know. I'm not the best in politics, I'm more of an artsy fartsy gal, and that's where my mind flourishes. Mm. So, like, this is always a bit hard for so many things happened. Like, I was like, okay, they're going for Mencken, Mencken kind of won, he probably might win because of their backing. I don't think it was official, though. That's the it's one not, that not. I know okay. happened. Yep. Everything else, I'm like, what. I mean, obviously, Roman being crazy as hell, I picked up on that. My, like, me, an empath. But yeah. <laughs> <Like> the most <laughs> obvious things. But everyone that was like, yo, what the fuck is happening? Matson Shiv, Roman, why are we doing these things? Yeah. Who the fuck is
1: Jimenez? Well, he- Jimenez. <laughs> Jimenez? Madison. Him- <laughs> Himenes, oh, you live in Miami, girl. Your boyfriend is Puerto Rican, Himenes. Well, you know, you know. Um, no, okay. So, well, and that's good because, like, I am a political girly, and like, yeah, I love I this shit.
0: I Explain I, the things. Yes,
1: I will explain as we go. We're gonna hit. I mean, I hope all the topics. I tried real hard to come up with the talking points to try to make sure that we got to like at least talk about everything that's happened. But there is a lot going on. Pretty much to sum it all up, everybody is working for themselves in a selfish way. Not a say, I mean, and that's always been the case, but in this case, it's just, it's a little bit more intense because all the kids are supposed to be working together, but really none of them are. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so I guess like just my overall thoughts is like this um, episode was hard to watch both times that I watched it because it um, reminded me so much of like when Trump was elected and like, guess. I'm basically voicing my political opinions right now on this fucking pod because fuck it, whatever. But, like, the morning after, I didn't even know that Trump was elected until the morning after, and that morning waking up for work at, like, 7 in the morning and just seeing it on my TV, I was like, I just had to sit there for, like, an hour. Like, I couldn't speak. I couldn't think. It just felt like existential, like, fucking dread. And not because of, like, that I was so scared about this man being president, but I was so scared of what was going to happen after. Like, what... Like it right. felt like the evil dead where like zombies were going to come out of the fucking ground because now you've awakened. Right. And, a new path. and, some,
0: and yeah. some zombies did. I mean, let's be real. You exactly. It, like, it, I, it understand yes. thing, I had the same feeling when that happened, you know, like I had a very, very similar experience. I was like, I woke up in disbelief. I was like, yo, what is this real?
1: Yeah, exactly. So, so, wait, so you guys,
2: funny. you guys didn't watch it happen in real time. That's interesting. That's almost worse. I think than waking up and like, because I watched it the night, like when he got elected, mm-hmm. I literally had someone over and he's like, Oh, let's cuddle. And I was like, There's no cuddling at a time like this. Like, no. The hope of mean- our democracy is on the, you know, on the. Yeah, on the, I think the, I the watched right up
0: until a point, but then yeah, I, like, I it was working. So I was, working, was like, Oh, fuck, like, I gotta. Yeah. This. Me and my right. partner. Right. Like, it was, I did not go to bed with the feeling. I was like,
1: Oh, yeah, like, we're gonna be all right. Yeah. Like, right. Hillary yeah. got this. Our yeah. fellow ho got this. Like, this is fine. And then wake up. So like it yeah so it's just you know what I don't want to spend too much time on that specifically but I know exactly and Brandy you actually texted me this too and I'm happy that you got the same feeling because yeah. it was I it was definitely meant to mirror this in the last pod mm-hmm. with Jack Maddie and I um we talked with him about how so many of these things that happen in succession are based off of real life things because mm-hmm. they're basically their point is to show that like these people are fucking awful. That's the point of this show, right. Is to just show you how yeah. truly awful these people can be. And there are no so good like, billionaires. Was, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So like it's, it was supposed to be a direct mirror um, of the Trump um, election and it was, and it felt the same. And I, I was thinking of yeah. it, Just like on my like, just on my drive, reflecting on my way home, like, what, how, when is when was another time that I felt like this in my life, and it never. Maybe like nine eleven, maybe something like that, but like, but not anything outside of that. And that's exactly what I got from this episode. And I'm like, holy fucking shit! These writers, the produce, everybody, like, they're so good at. Like, at creating these things. So, like, that was my overall thought, is that I felt absolutely fucking horrible after watching it. Because even in this fake world, it's just an alternate reality of what we're actually experiencing, things that we have experienced. And it's, like, like, so it makes all of their decision-making and all of their emotions about it and you know what they're the characters are going through like that much more real because it's like wow yeah this is real life though like if i was in this position i would feel the same way or if i was in this position i would never do that but none of us are billionaires so i mean who the fuck knows you know what i mean i don't know i
2: can i just make one small request if we have time at the end um i would like to talk about connor and how he's kind of also snapping as well and like his evil (laughs) crazy sides coming out even more so Yep. So, yep. yeah, that can be Claire. like a, a last bullet point. But oh yeah. my god, I know, I forgot. I we should have <laughs> added. I should have added, added to shine a light
0: on him and Willa because. I don't think she's stay. He's a sweet
1: idiot king, and I love it. Well, okay, actually, you know what? Fuck it. Let's talk about Connor right now. Um, <laughs> I I didn't add him in the talking points because I always forget about him, right? And Brandy, <laughs> we we literally had this like whole thing. <laughs> but the last was on, um, really you know, I'm like sitting here calling like Roman the second son, and she's like, "Well, <laughs> bitch, actually, he's the third, So, <laughs> <laughs> chill. <laughs> oh,
2: uh, my, what about Connor? <laughs> oh my god! Yeah,
1: no, we
0: always do. We. Ugh.
1: Yeah, so where we're at with Connor is that like in the Latin in tailgate party he's trying to um he's trying to negotiate a, a fucking diplomat seat basically in another you know Oman mm-hmm. I gotta ask my Woman type shit whatever and yeah. and then ultimately he decides no he's delusional as the rest of them I'm gonna give what? this a go and then when he realizes that like there's no shot in fucking hell all the states are being called then he tries to get back into Mencken's pants <coughs> Fun and- guy in Uruguay God, it his little fucking rhymes were hilarious, but also so funny. all of them are so fucking unhinged at this point that I'm like, yeah. what is happening? Like, it's like they needed Logan as that, like, control, right? So they didn't go absolutely batshit. And Kendall has gone batshit, even with Logan around. But the rest of them, <laughs> yeah. they're fucked. They're fucked. But yes, we can talk about Connor. I would, I would agree with that, because I think... As
2: fucked up as Logan always was, at least he was consistent. You know what I mean? Like you, you kind of knew what yes. to expect from him. So it was amazing. gonna always be extreme. It was always gonna be outlandish and like kind of crazy. With like the kids now, it's almost like you don't really know which way they're gonna go. And it's not like, at all. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, it's something that that Shiv says. You know, when she's try she's speaking her. You know, she's she's debating or arguing her case that that Jimenez should win and Mencken shouldn't. She says something about, I think, I don't know if she's arguing with Roman right now or Kendall, but she says something like, Roman's like, well, what would dad do? Dad would do this. Like, he didn't give a fuck. Like, he started wars and he ended them. Like, he doesn't blah, blah, blah. And she's like, yeah, but dad was never like never wanted um i don't know what the word she used but like
0: unravel like, i think he yeah like, unravel this, the system exactly
1: so like yeah. even though logan did it he was tight-lipped he was serious about it and like it just i keep thinking about his line to them like you're not serious people yeah. and because they're fucking not none of them are right like and i think mattson is one of the same and it's it's just like i'm just like holy shit and it's it's just a such a mirror into like these are the people that are making these like worldwide affecting decisions for us right now are people that are exactly like this it's insane yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. so God. um yeah with Khan, i don't know i think will is gonna leave his ass to her face when he was making his concession speech was his concession that speech First was of
2: all. <laughs> Unhinged. Unhinged. Unhinged.
1: Unhinged. Unnecessary Why like, did they let like, you do that?
2: Where are you going right now? Conhead.
1: Conheads? <laughs> Be afraid, America? Why is one coming?
2: Oh, I'm a billionaire. Whoops. Like what? <laughs> absolutely just oh mad, you
0: know. yeah and i think what's so great about this shit too like again just shout out to like the writers and the shit that they think of because like we all it's so relatable we all know rich people and billionaires that are so fucking tone deaf mm-hmm. like they do shit all the time that we're like why did you do that that is not relatable for us no why would you say that None of us
1: are conheads. Like, oh, oh my god. No, it literally, it was so funny because he crazy. like even so you know, what's ironic is that he is like arguably <laughs> one of the most um like interest not interesting, but just like fun to watch characters because of the shit sure that god. comes out of his mouth. That it's crazy that I always forget about him. And I think it's just because I'm so wrapped up in everybody else that I'm like, oh fuck, yes. oh yeah, there's Connor fucking like just. I don't know saying the most ass and i like, even just to say like, I'm a billionaire. Sorry. Like, I'm just like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> it's <laughs> it's <so crazy>.
0: <laughs> yeah. And you know, he's I, the thing is too, though, like he's not an asshole enough to be remembered. Like he is a sweet idiot King. He really is. Like, even when Willa was trying to be supportive about like them losing Kentucky, she's like, fuck Kentucky con. And he's like, no, no, not Kentucky. Alas, Kentucky. Alas, vanity. Like, the shit he says. Humble. <laughs> like it really... God. Well, I, I, can't can't, him.
1: I have made this point on episodes before, and I do just want to say it again, because it is something that is in the back of my head, is that Kieran Culkin, who plays Roman in interviews, multiple interviews, has said that he thinks that the worst person on the cast, and this is after season four was dropped, like after it was already filmed, he said that he thinks the worst character is Connor, and I'm like, yeah, so I'm like, that, that alone, because I'm like, worse than you, bro, at this forthright ass moment right now, like, and then, as
2: in, like, what he's gonna do, or worse, as in, like, he's just a shitty character. He's
1: Well, no, like, worse, as in, like, he's the worst person if these people existed. Yeah. Oh. So that's why I'm like, um, oh. I've always, like, thought about that. I'm like, what? Like, well, he's, he's got, he's got two
0: phone. episodes to fucking blow our socks off.
1: Him and Roman. Yeah. yeah. Gonna he's go gonna, head gonna head go one of the, the brothers. <laughs> Dude. Um, yeah. So we with connor like no idea what's gonna happen i'm like almost afraid that he's fucked now because he's not getting i mean anything from mencken at this point i don't Mm -hmm. think he's not gonna get him anything he definitely wasn't gonna get anything from jimenez anyways but i think i don't know um so i'm like yeah con just you know respectfully bow the fuck out i guess and go in your
2: 63 million dollar apartment that you just bought from your fucking stepmom like yeah literally
1: (laughs) Yeah,
0: and they just spent a hundred mil on the election and campaign. Yeah,
1: yeah. We we yeah, he had spent a hundred mil on campaigning and then that's like and then even like fucking use his own wedding as a press opportunity. Um it's you know, he's ruthless and he I think that it's it's you know, just comparing actually him with Kendall and Roman specifically, I really feel like out of the kids, Shiv is the only one with her head on and um and even her like she's making decisions that I don't think she would have ever made before but she understands like dire like drastic you know times um she's
2: a mother she's gonna be a mother now you know like exactly yeah like when you become pregnant like your instincts change and it's like nope now I have something else that I'm living for and I have to look out for and like yes
0: yeah a hundred percent my mother always said to me growing up the kitten leaves the cat because once a cat gets mm. pregnant, that cat is n- never acts like a kitten
1: again. Mm-hmm. Never. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, um, so I think, yeah, Shiv is the only yeah. one. And then like, honestly, I'm, I'm here for it because I'm like, she's the only girl. And it's oh, just yeah. this whole, like this, this whole trope of like, or this idea that like women can't do anything effectively because we're too emotional. And, and yet you have three cases of completely different men that are all just unfucking hinged and unraveling by the second and then you have shiv who somehow is keeping her shit together while pregnant and the most hormonal that she'll ever be in her life while Mm -hmm. going through a a very ugly divorce with her husband while everything is being taken away from her by her own fucking blood and and she also just lost yeah mm -hmm. and she also just lost like a huge election, because like my mom and I were actually talking about it and why it means so much to shiv. We're jumping around a lot here, but that's fine because I love it. Mm. Um my mom and I were just talking about it. My mom is also very political. She's very much into politics, she's very fucking liberal. And um, we were just talking about Shiv and like why like why she was she was like, I can't understand why Roman doesn't care about Mencken mm-hmm. becoming president. And I'm like, Well, number one, I don't think Roman cares about a lot. And I think most of all he cares about power. We'll get to that, but I'm like shiv cares so much not only because her background is in democratic politics this is what she actually believes to be true i mean to a certain extent right but this is the what she's followed but not only that i'm like when you are thinking like when you're childbearing or when you're of a childbearing age and you know you want to bring kids in this world like i'm like that's like where you're thinking about this policy is setting up the future for my own kids and my grandkids mm-hmm. after that. I'm like, older people aren't really giving a shit about that. Like, right. you know, and so I'm like, Shiv, not only her being pregnant, but like, so that adds just a whole nother layer of the complication onto it. And then I thought about like, I am so sorry for any women who agree with like the poli- the politics that we're talking about, that were pregnant or we're having babies around the Trump election era. Like how fucking awful that would be so yeah sorry ladies from
0: we, all we, the shit yeah. that happened so
1: yeah. god yeah. so yeah there's just a whole nother leadership and i'm just like i'm happy that i was supporting her and her whole she's done some really stupid shit and she's done some really mean shit and you know i don't That's agree with everything but.
0: i understand why tom should have never got her the goddamn scorpion but i really really understood it i was like oh and the, it was such a good, the parable that you gave, the the, the scorpion, scorpion the on, turtle. on yeah. the turtle. Yeah, that's that's yeah, a great hungry. parable yeah. because the scorpion is a scorpion and it's going to fucking sting you. It's,
2: it's in its nature. I will um, say, and I think, think that, part of the reason why I am such a shiv stan or a shiv um, empathizer, I'll say,
1: yeah. yeah, Good words. I'm in
2: therapy myself, and like I was raised by very, very, very toxic, abusive, you know, parents. So I can kind of see like I look at her through the lens of like she's in survival mode and like she's yeah. on some fucked up shit, but like look at who she's around. Yeah, look at how dude. they're treating her now, yeah. even when she is acting like a scorpion, they're still fucking her. Exactly. So she has to act this way. Yeah. And so i honestly the first few seasons i didn't like her either but now i'm like well okay damn like you know what i really really like that take
0: i like that take a lot because i have thought about it before i'm like okay yeah of course like shiv she has to be part of the boys club yeah there are no other women around like she's got to acclimate she's got to learn how to just like hang
2: yeah um
0: so i kind of went but like yeah even more than that just like even her family and like even acting hard as fuck, like, she's still getting fucked. Yeah, that's a mm-hmm. great, great perspective. Well, yeah,
1: even I, – I love that you just said that, Brandy, because, like, I have um, been fighting Shiv's fight for a long time and still couldn't really sum it up in that way, but that's exactly how I feel, where I'm like, I mm-hmm. can understand why she does the shit that she does, though, because I've been in survival mode, too. And, like, even just mm-hmm. saying that, like – I'm like – and even not – at anywhere near the extent that she has, but still like understanding what that looks like in somebody and and how to like mm-hmm. I can appreciate that about somebody. And yeah, and it's it's the same thing. And all of them are, but somehow we still only feel sorry for Kendall, Roman, and Connor. Right. We never feel right. we never have feel sorry for Shiv. And oh she went God. through this, she had the same exact experience as them, except mm-hmm. even harder, because she was not only the minority around her boys club, because she grew up with not three boys with four, if you're including Roman right. as her father, right? She didn't even mm-hmm. have her mom there. So we have that. And then, you know, I don't know, it's just, we like hear the sob stories of like Roman and blah, and cat eaters. Sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> uh Mm -hmm. we we have like all of their sob stories and we feel so sorry for them and i'm like we never once got a shiv just breaking down moment not fucking once this entire time Mm -hmm. but we got that like unteen times for fucking kendall right we're getting that a times now for roman and um and like so it's like yeah when are we gonna stop and feel sorry for this girl like she's about to fucking you know i've thought about
2: that and i i feel like in my opinion this is this was intentional on the writer and producer's sides because this i think just kind of speaks to the rampant misogyny that is yes. within the extreme right-wing folk and like mm-hmm. those types of people you know what i mean it's like even mm-hmm. if you are a hard ass and even if you are doing just as good as the boys like you're still a woman and like you're emotional and like this that mm-hmm. and the third you can't run yeah. a business and it's like well,
1: God. even though she's
2: been crazy she's been the most rational one literally you know? the entire yeah. time
1: the entire fucking time roman was nowhere to be fucking found didn't give a shit about anything in season one and kendall was trying to take it from his end whether kendall the reasons why he made those business moves when he did we all agreed with them when he was making them right the vote of no confidence mm-hmm. and all of that and the yeah. no three but like Shiv was really the only one that was actually moving in a way that somebody that like could be respected as a CEO would move. Like, if you would you ever work for Kendall? Would you ever work for Roman? Never no, in my life would I work they for would ruin my Absolutely. life. yeah.
0: My work-life work life balance would be. <laughs> fucked if i was working for kendall he'd be calling me at 3 a.m like we need tickets to this concert we need, we need to go clouds. to the press
1: thing we need clouds Don't i need, need clouds, house. oh my god <laughs> i would clouds. fucking
0: murder him with clouds <laughs>
1: that's what i'm saying god i'm happy that we are a full women like panel right now <laughs> <laughs> talking about this this feels it feels yes. cathartic Just honestly like,
0: as much as shiv has pissed me off i i'm here for shiv for this episode and i think for this perspective as well you know I think just another side to this just illuminating some light on my behalf is like I have been so angry with her because of how she is with Tom but of Mm -hmm. course duh like duh she's gonna act like oh what the fuck like what is this like she doesn't know like no one's ever treated her well and been in her on her side truly so of course she's gonna fuck it up no Mm -hmm. shit Mm -hmm. and like I honestly I just feel truly sad for her Mm -hmm. at the end of the day like it's just a really sad story
1: I really hope that Shiv we'll talk about theories at like the very end but like I really hope that she comes out on top I think I've been hoping that for a long time um and then there's certain things that she'll do and I'm just like fuck Shiv like why did you do that like now it's not gonna happen Mm -hmm. for you but um but but actually since we're talking about just like Brittany brought up like the misogyny there was let's talk about Roman because Roman, dude, he disgusted me in such a way, and he it's like Kendall disgusted me in yeah. the fucking Living Plus episode when he was talking to the stage techs and acting yes. like and then he was getting that one guy. Um, I forget his name now, but the poor man to fudge the numbers and inflate them and just do oh, yeah. crazy unethical shit. And Kendall was doing the same thing to Darwin, who was the one that actually calls the results for the news for ATN. And I felt so bad for this man. And it was like, wow, we are seeing that they're just ruthless and horrible. But not only that, Roman, when he was having those arguments with Shiv, in the beginning it was funny, funny, whatever, when everything was 50-50 between Jimenez and Mencken but then towards the end of it when Roman was pushing, ATN, I want you like, I want ATN to push that Mencken won um, Wisconsin I want ATN to push that Mencken won the entire thing, which mm-hmm. again unethical on so many fucking levels and not completely mm-hmm. true we still have polls left, we still have votes left, like, Mencken is not actually president yet, but um and shiv trying to fight it and like her just even getting like worked up and not knowing how to because he was just like batting her down it reminds me of so many debates that i've seen and there was another thing like uh like he was just saying the most misogynistic shit to her and it was driving me crazy like oh yeah you want to bring back the witch trials like that mm-hmm. gonna say like, oh yeah, go run away, blah, blah blah blah, and we'll like it was just you're crazy, like yeah, it, it was horrible. Yeah. Yeah. It was horrible to watch. It was horrible to watch Shiv go through that because yeah, I've I've like, been there. there. I mean, but then again, I argue with men all the time, so like I've been yeah. there plenty of times, and I've been yeah. in a man's world, you know. You so. know what that was
2: interesting though, Roman was going after her in that way, and then when Tom like, chimed um, in, he's like, "You sound unhinged." Then Kendall was like, "Hey, shut the fuck up! Like, watch yeah. it." Mm -hmm. But you're letting Roman like ream into her like that it's like very interesting
1: i know i mean i get it when it comes to like siblings mm-hmm. like they have to duke it out themselves like but when it comes to t- you know like i feel like yeah, i love that true. moment from kendall but it was immediately diminished by everything else that happened in the episode <laughs> yes
2: Like <laughs> in the moment uh, i was like oh fuck yeah oh, yeah no, okay.
1: but, yeah <laughs> let's just talk about roman and like his slope his nosedive downwards in terms of morals because originally and, and the, we start the season off with like roman's everybody's favorite little boy we all mm-hmm. love him he's relatable he's charming you know he's not like he just wants everybody to be happy big family and blah 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 mm-hmm. and now we're getting this like we're seeing this side of him increasingly become more and more like deranged it feels like like slipping on sociopathy like slipping on psychopathy really or psychopathy however mm-hmm. it. but um yeah what did you guys think about like roman like what were your what were your thoughts maddie you got. Mm-hmm.
0: God, it was a vision of Logan, for sure. It definitely feels like Roman is in a place where he's like, okay, um, Shiv is out. Uh, Kendall is not, like, stable enough to, like, make this happen. Plus, like, Roman has his... I don't know, he has social currency, like, compared to Kendall. Kendall's, you know, Kendall always kind of goofs it. Like, he's either too aggressive or, like... He's a little too tone deaf. Like Roman. He's a dweeb. (laughs) Yes. He's a fucking dweeb. Like Roman can talk to people and Roman can like, he can keep a chummy. I don't know. Like he's just a little bit more in there. And um, I think he knows it. And I think that he is taking his, like he's making his move. He sees an opportunity. He knows that like the, the chess, like no one's in the king spot on the chessboard right now. It's a bunch of pawns. So he's going to – and I think he's doing it pretty well, actually. I, mean, he's he just, he I think he's asking himself inside of his house, what would Logan do? Yeah. What would Logan do? And I think that he's going with that answer because he knows, like we said before, that Logan is solid. Mm-hmm. He has been solid. He doesn't want to unravel the shit, but also Roman is like, this is a new era. So I can, I can push the envelope why because i am logan roy's son and i'm gonna do even better shit yeah
1: yeah
0: i don't know i think he's like gripping that what do they say like on fucking tiktok what are the what do the young ones say they're like oh dream like be be like fucking delusional." yeah be
2: delusional
0: and mm, i think yep. that's the uh,
1: mindset, oh yeah, that's this. the mindset for everybody. I mean, we won't go, I guess, too much into that unless you have points in, the, in this, Brandy. But like, we did talk about that's this, a this on lot last episode because it was just, it's like, do we respect that quality of people or do are we afraid of it? Mm. Like, is it something to be feared or respected? And right. um, because there's so many people that are like that, um, you know. But yeah, I don't want to spend too much time on that just because we spent so much time on it last week. But uh-huh. for the, just overall Roman.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's interesting that you guys are talking about like you know his love for power and like that's kind of his motivation and like you know what would what would Logan do? Because a uh, question that kept coming up for me the last couple of episodes, I'm like, why are you doing this? Like, why are you siding with Mencken? Like, do you, is it truly because you care about ATM and like the whole business or like why are you firing this this lady? Like is it because you're trying to be like logan like what exactly is the motive behind Mm -hmm. all of it you're just to me it seems like he's being consistent in like his crazy but i wasn't sure about like the why for the crazy you know yeah yeah
1: i mean i think that a lot of that i mean if we um just a flashback for like you guys if you don't remember or the the listeners um Mengen was hand selected by roman and during, so they had this like really crazy, oh. which actually happens like this, this party of sorts where all of the nominees before the nominees actually come out. That yeah, and um, the Roy family goes there and then probably other prominent like news families and exec teams go there and they meet with all of the um, nominees or potential nominees. And then they pick basically who they're going to support, who that organization or that news organization is going to support. Roman pitched Shiv from that night picked Jimenez. She liked him. She wanted him to go. They started making deals together, right? From that, from that night on. And then Roman picked Mencken. And Logan was between two different Republican candidates um, and ended up liking Mencken and picking Mencken. Mm-hmm. So that's why ATN has backed him his entire campaign. Yeah. So it's almost like Roman number one has this like dad finally said yes to something that I brought to him. So I'm going gung ho all the way Better with it. it. Mm-hmm. But then okay. also, this is going to be, this would be, and probably going to be Roman's only fucking win. I mean, all of the responsibility that he's ever been given in the company he's failed at, or he's mm. not been given any power whatsoever to be a decision maker or anything. So I think that with this, he's holding on to it because he's like, this is a, this is something that dad, I, dad, I, I could make dad proud in the grave, mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. you know, from seeing this through and making yeah. sure that we get a win off this, um, mm-hmm. and then also not to mention, Mengen is the one that says that you know he would make the Gojo deal, he would exit, like he would be like, nope, this isn't going to happen. Right. Like, it, we won't let Matson buy your company. We will find a way with the SEC, the FDA, whatever the fuck, mm-hmm. like we'll stop it. So um, you know, I don't know. And then we know even just from like history of succession. It is so important to have the president in your back pocket. And Logan always did. And then they had, you know, there was one president that kind of gave them issues um called the Raisin. That's what they called him the entire mm-hmm. time. We don't know who the president was, but we know he called they called him Raisin. And um, that's the person that can unleash the DOJ on you and unleash all these like, you know, uh mm-hmm. organizations. So so I think Roman knows that if he can secure this, this is the biggest win, and he also knows that that sets him up for absolute power going forward in the company. Mm-hmm. And that's why Kendall is so insecure. So mm-hmm. Roman is not only, I think, he's working from a place of power hungry, like just power greed. Here he's gonna he's gonna try to do everything he can to gobble it the fuck up, even by any means necessary sorry to quote Malcolm X on that because it's awful but <laughs> it's true um and then but then also that's why Kendall is so insecure about Mencken and his relationship yeah. because he will officially be more powerful than Mencken because Roman can actually make mm. it happen right yeah, right so I mean I think that that's where it's coming from but I mm-hmm. think that with Roman I've never seen him like that like we've seen him be cold-blooded but like like even just the way that Kieran Culkin is the the actor, like I said, he the way that he could just go dead in the fucking eyes when he was talking to Shiv, I was like, I have never seen them communicate like that. Like he was just mm. like ruthless to her, and just the way that he was shutting her down in just this like bippity boppity fucking manner, and she's like sitting here like having a fucking anxiety attack trying to pr- say her point. It was just, yep. it was really awful to watch. It was really awful. It left such a bad taste in my mouth. I was like, fuck, Roman. Like, you were my favorite, dude. Yeah, like, it felt was extremely
0: unfamiliar. Like, almost a different character. I was yeah. like, who is this new character in season four? I don't know him.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, God, yeah, it yeah. was It was fucking tough. It was really tough. But um, I guess, I mean, I don't know if we want to talk about Let's actually just talk about Kendall and just like all the shit that he's going through this this episode. Because we have it's the beginning of this episode, right? Where Rava approaches him. Yeah. And so
0: I need to ask a question about that. She says a Ravenhead bumped into our daughter. What the f-
1: what? Okay. So I'll explain. What? Raven Ravenhead, um Raven, fuck, what's his name? Um Shit, his name's something. Ravenhurst or something. God, flame me. I'm sorry, I don't know this off the top of my head. He was a big deal last season. He is one of their anchors. Very, Mm -hmm. very, very right-wing, like, fascist-as-fuck anchors. He He was getting them a bunch of PR issues because he... Got married at one of Hitler's old mansions. Like had a dog. <laughs> had a dog named Blondie, which is what Hitler's dog's name was. Like oh used God. to know like a grand wizard yeah. of the KKK. Like super fucking, super like anti-Semitic fascist KKK oh fucking horrible person. And um, he was their best performing anchor. And oh so, um, so there was a lot of PR issues. Like it was, he was That's a PR nightmare in season you. three yeah but that he has a cult following a lot like what a lot of right-wing fucking news media organizations have they have just this crazy cult following um tucker carlson if you will uh so (laughs) even
2: the cadence of of his speaking i was like oh my god they really nailed this
1: (laughs) i know So, um, yeah, so a ravenhead I forget what his last name, actually, his last name, it's not just raven, I don't, whatever, it doesn't matter, that's what she was talking about, is that this person that's a cult follower of this, whatever, and you can see their children are not white, pretty sure they're adopted, although, I just have a question about like about Rava, Rava is like, I believe a traditionally Jewish name, I was gonna say, she's definitely not white, she's definitely not like white, white, she might be white, white, or she might be like Jewish white, like, like white passing right like i'm not but ethnic yes but those kids are definitely not theirs i'm (laughs) pretty sure they're both adopted okay
2: when they were showing the daughter this episode like in the car and again my for the viewers i don't know if they remember i have a really bad memory just overall but i don't ever (laughs) remember seeing when i've seen their kids that they were like more like tan skin and dark or hair like, I yeah. remember them yeah. having dark hair but like they were never brown oh, pale. They were we're more not- pale. Yeah. did I miss I up they brown. were more pale too
1: they were um I believe the sun might and they only show very quick and I think they that might have been a last minute executive change just to try to add mm. to the this this debate or this got you, got that you. i was not dealing with but yes they were definitely white or white passing in the past and now they're definitely not white passing they're definitely brown. Um, okay. So, I mean, at least the consensus on Reddit, the opinion is that they're adopted, that Rava mm. is either Jewish or white. Although, I don't know, because, I mean, I guess a white person can name their daughter Rava, right? Like, it's not it's not unheard of. Yeah. But, um, so we don't know. Her ethnicity is never disclosed. But I do think that that adds the fact that she could be ethnic or non-white in any capacity, right. um, That that adds to it of... You have to think about our kids, or like not right. even her, but like our children are not white. They don't they right. don't belong in this world that you're trying to build, right? Um it's So safe for them, exactly, right. exactly. And I think that Kendall knows that, and that's why he's dealing with what he's dealing with this episode. Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. I definitely can see that he's being pulled towards like building something that doesn't really offer protection to his immediate like people that he cares about um but and it's so funny because he says it like multiple times he's but everything i'm doing is for them like what because you're getting some money and you can put them in private school and all this you shit you already like, that's have all doing. the money that
2: you need for their, lives, <sighs> and their lives and their kids lives and their kids lives and their kids lives like what
1: exactly. are you doing? <laughs> like it's like he was yeah. reiterating it because he was trying to prove it to himself convince himself yeah oh, yes. yeah
0: and rationalize like for his reasons you know yeah. like it You have to tell yourself something, you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh And like, and I think that that's ultimately, I mean, like you can see him battling it where Shiv and Roman are going head to fucking head about this. And Roman knows that Jimenez is better for the country Mm -hmm. than Mencken is. Mencken, let's just call him Trump, you know, even though Jimenez, like, and I love that they made Jimenez like a Hispanic, right? A Hispanic name. Whereas like Clinton, Hillary would have been the first woman, this man, Jimenez would have been the first, you know, Hispanic or Latinx person. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you're going against a person like Mencken, even though Trump and Mencken, their personalities are completely different. It's still the politics are the same, though. And right. so, uh, you know that I just want to say, like, bravo on that clever little switch out. Because if they would have put a woman as the Democratic nominee, would have been like, ah, oh, that's too on the nose. Like we yeah, are, yeah, know, yeah. Right. yeah, agreed, um, agreed. But like, Kendall knows that Heinz you know, is, is the better option. He knows that Mencken will will not even just set them back two hundred years. It would push them forward in a way that. Like would be fucking devastating, right? Because that's Mm. what Trump did. It it pushed us Mm -hmm. into a new age of horrible things, right? Um. So, so yeah, he knows that, and that's why he's sitting quietly. But then at the end of it, and I think just the whole Shiv thing, which I guess we'll talk about that, you know, after we get this, we air this out. Um. But the (laughs) whole like he then he makes a split decision, like fuck it, yes, let's do Menken. Like I don't care. Like just almost out of spite or almost out of whatever. It yeah. Was.
2: Okay. Do we have that topic like later on? Because like I was just gonna say like this is making me think of Shiv calling Nate and the number being disconnected and like that's what Kendall like that's what makes him switch to Menken. Yeah. Like, so we he didn't was, like siding with Jimenez.
1: Yeah. So we didn't. Um, that's not one of the topics. But let's fucking go for it. <laughs> like. Yeah.
2: These topics are all, loose, high, loose baby. Yes. <laughs> why did he just he just either ch- he changed his number or he he like dead the number that he had that she that should have had for him like because they had spoken what an hour before two hours before and she was like yeah let's keep this this line open you know what i mean and then like she goes to call him and then all of a sudden this number's been disconnected
1: well I don't I don't know I think that that was more of just to like make it obvious for it like this is just what I'm thinking it was more to make it obvious for us as the viewers that she actually wasn't talking to anybody because she could have just been we could have just heard her voice and thought that she maybe was making a call oh, now that we hear, like oh, that see. yeah so I so think I'm thinking like when we,
2: Kendall called like he did speak to me did I yes. thought when Kendall called like he got the same do-do-do this number's out of service and he's like what the fuck this bitch is lying I mean he could have because that's how he, I
1: took it yeah well because the real confirmation was when he talked to greg and i just like actually let's just fast forward or like rewind really quick because we have this really interesting conversation with shiv and greg which is Mm -hmm. i think fucking hilarious but also shiv doing another dumb thing and setting Mm -hmm. herself up for failure here by using threat like threatening instead of using what roman and kendall would do in this situation and using leverage Mm-hmm. Um like, what so, can I do for you to make it? Yeah, this go so ahead? Greg right. in the very beginning basically he hung out with Matson all night. Matson mm-hmm. does not give a fuck about Shiv. So let's just say that and we'll air everything out. And now we know mm-hmm. the episode has been texting Greg to get updates. Greg is playing both sides. He's going with the the, the Roy boys, as he calls them, and then also on um, also playing sides Greg. with Mattson oh, Greg. mm-hmm. Yeah, Greg's Gregory yeah, he's terrible. Um, so bad. But then, so we know that he gets confirmation from Tom that Shiv and Matson are working together, and um, and then shit, like then Shiv gets confirmation from Matson that Greg is in on shit. Like Greg is now talking. Um, so Shiv confronts Greg and basically threatens him like crazy. It was hilarious mm-hmm. to watch as it was happening, but it was ultimately to her demise because. He literally asked her, like, what are you going to do for me? And mm-hmm. I would resent that, too. And I feel like I would say the same thing. I'd be like, um, "I, you can keep all your internal organs inside
2: versus yeah. not pulling them out yeah. of your
1: asshole. Like, that's what you'll get. <laughs> I probably would have responded the same way, although I'm not a very smart person. So I'm not. A <sighs> yeah. Player. Like
2: if, if she had given it one more split second of thought or if she wasn't pregnant right now, I think she would have been like, oh, wait let's at least, like, save the threats until after the fucking election happens and after Jimenez wins, because, like, then I'll be secure with my Matson arrangement or whatever, like, but no.
1: Yeah, no, she, like, she tried to use force and in intimidation, and the thing is, is, like, Shiv, this is also a man's world. Like, that, mm-hmm. like, I had to learn the hard way, arguing with so many men at bars that, like, I am not that intimidating. I am five two, you know? Like, I... <laughs> Like, uh, what the fuck am I going to do? You know? Like, I'm intimidating for some people, especially, like, in a work environment. I'm hella intimidating. Mm, but when it's yeah. actually, like, if I'm really stepping the fuck up to you in your face, like, you're going to be like, bitch. Bitch. Who are the people? First of all, let me look down like, cause, like, <laughs> yeah. who are you? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> For the god. listeners,
2: I'm 5'10 by the way. With with no shoes, I'm 5'10. So Yeah. yeah. And difference. I'm right in the middle.
0: I'm 5'5 five five and five eights, bitch. Not yeah. tall enough to walk the catwalk. Five,
1: <laughs> um so we had yeah so shiv i think thought that she was coming off a lot more intimidating than she was i think she sold herself too high for that one because greg turned around and fucking sold her ass out immediately he was like i know i'm gonna i'm about to kill this bitch yeah Mm -hmm. and i really 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 hope if shiv gets nothing at all in by the end of this um i hope that she takes greg down with her
2: yeah greg's gotta go greg gotta die fuck greg i hate greg so much um to me he's akin to nate and ted lasso but um just a fucking pawn right and an idiot however i will say i love it i was proud of how he acted this episode i was like oh you're not a little weasel like okay you're like you got a little backbone now and you're kind of like being strategic about it. I still fucking hate you and want you to die, but like growth, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mean-
0: it's wild to see him from like the first, like him getting fired from his job because he was smoking weed on the job. Yes. to Like now making money moves. Oh my like mm-hmm. just to like shout out Cardi B. <laughs> Like this man <laughs> is making money moves, and mm-hmm. I'm a little bit here for it too. As much as I hate him being a weasel, I'm like, oh, look at you! Like you can fend for yourself now,
1: yeah. And that's yeah. kind of nice to see. Yeah, he's not a guppy you know? anymore. It was, mm-hmm. it was. Yeah, he's not a guppy, and I feel like it, it was really one of the. I mean, him and Tom together just to bring light <laughs> to this conversation. God. They are just so good together. Like just, just uh, just a couple things. Number one, Gret like when, um, in the very beginning, when like Tom, I don't know if he like. He's like, I need a coffee, Greg. Da, da, da. And and Greg's like, I don't do coffee anymore. And Tom's like, nope, tonight you fucking do, whatever. And Greg's like, no. Like he's yeah. 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 a No, so good. Like, oh, Come on. Yeah. <laughs> and then um Tom forcing him to do Coke. And it's like And <laughs>
2: oh, he was like, when he's like, he's like, Come on, Greg, don't be a fucking racist about it. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> Dude. And then he's like, Are you pretending? Are you pretending yes. to do coke <laughs> right <laughs> now? i was crying laughing i was like this is like big brother
1: little brother dynamic oh my god yes yeah yes Um, such
0: a sibling type of feel for sure oh my god
1: no i know and then um i think this is the one thing that i wrote down in my notes because i knew that i would remember the other things this is the one thing and it's like just tom and his ridiculous fucking attitude and like tone of voice whenever he's talking to greg and he's like bodega sushi greg <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what were you thinking are you it's, it's lemon
0: greg it's lemon it's it's lemon. lemon. Dude. and Don't also greg water uh, he's kind yeah. of like too cool like he's too calm because he's a little too dumb to like fully understand mm-hmm. what's happening yes. so he sips the lemon water, and he's like, It's not even that lemony. <laughs> it's
1: medical. It's medical. <laughs> oh my
2: god. Tim, and I texted you at this moment when I saw it. I was screwed. I almost threw my phone. I was like, Great. <laughs> yeah, what
1: a fucking, not a fucking look water. Not a look It yeah. was not, not a It's
2: seltzer water. Why would you put that on your eye? Oh my god.
1: <sighs> he's such a fucking idiot. Like he's yeah. just I mean, he is like the embodiment, though, of like when when uh, employers ask you to have a sense of urgency. This is what they mean. Like, they don't yeah. mean make the best decisions. We just mean act fast. Like a decision. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Correct. Correct.
2: Do what something. The, like, Even
0: if what is shit. the phrase? Do something and apologize later. Yes yeah or ask ask for forgiveness later
1: yeah ask for forgiveness not for permission yes yes and that is literally greg and i honestly don't even think that he was born that way i think he's just too dumb to even think about like it's god the fucking wasabi eyes i'm like of course they throw that (laughs) right in the middle of the eyes like in the worst episode of succession probably by far and they just throw that in the middle and i'm just like I Honestly, like, you know. was, yeah.
0: At first. yeah I'm actually really grateful that they did do that because it, the episode was intense and that was a bit of comedic relief like it was dumb as yeah. hell was but really I love dumb funny like yeah. I love slapstick obvious funny yeah so that for me I was like this is this is good it's great
2: it was great um, I, I, I literally thought that darwin was faking because he didn't want to call it for mencken and he was like oh no my eyes Oh, and i was like come on dude that is a political flop if i ever (laughs) listen (laughs) i wouldn't put it past any of these characters you never know you never know it's on my fingers i was like
0: did you even have the sushi I'm gonna buy yeah. that. Oh, my <laughs> oh my god it was so good that would have <laughs> been a good thing because if it was real wasabi which i don't think is legal in the u.s he definitely would have had to go to the hospital
2: wait is it that it's not legal or i've just heard that it's like very rare and very expensive so it's always horseradish
0: oh it might be that it it's legal. just very rare and very expensive It might not Mm. be illegal, but I feel like it is illegal for Americans because um, Americans can't handle the spice. We're little
1: babies, yeah. We're little babies. babies. The (laughs) FDA deemed it illegal because they couldn't handle it. They were like, nah, this is a drug, son. (laughs) Like, this (laughs) is a drug. (laughs) Wasabi is now absinthe. You're welcome. (laughs) I mean, they're both green, too, which is hilarious.
2: I'm telling you. Solid absinthe. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah right oh my god well i mean i've heard that like spicy food so off topic i've heard that like when you're like at a certain level of like maximum spice like it does feel like euphoria
2: <gasps> i have
1: yet to reach that really? but i want it i want you it so to bad You right. try guys and see well no they're the ones that taught me that Oh shit! Yeah, have you ever um, seen their spicy ramen fucking challenge? I don't really Dude, saw they're that all that like one. during okay. it. Like, wow. sorry, scary. Because then I'm like, oh my god, is it cooking my brain? What oh god! I mean, like, okay, I'm pretty, it, pretty sure I? that's exactly oh. what's happening, and that's why they're just like, whoa! I these this is neurons exploding. Like, oh I can't god. say shit.
2: <laughs> <You're not talking laughs> I'm actively blind oh my god
1: um so yes thank you tom and greg they um might be something that i missed the most from this show for sure yeah, like really. we're coming on two episodes left the next episode is going to be the fucking the funeral god like i don't want to get ahead i don't even know if we've were even covered everything i'm not even looking at the notes guys I, we're just we're free balling here yeah um, no, we, i
0: think we, we have, have not have talked two, about the pregnancy reveal right we have two big things left, left. Okay. and that was one of them
2: yeah yep yeah i don't about the pregnancy reveal oh god Talking
1: just killed the mood again we were having so much fun i know <laughs> i this is and this is why
0: i can't see point for me 10 points to slytherin because she <laughs> ruins the mood she always does oh my
1: god maddie no i'm a slytherin too you can't claim that all right, so five points. Ten to points to Pisces. In. No one else is on this call at the Pisces, okay? And ten I points
0: am- to Ravenclaws.
2: <laughs>
1: ten points to Pisces. Keep that.
2: Keep that Yes, over there. I'll take that. Listen. I will take that. Um, here's my opinion on the... Oh, go ahead, Maddie. No, 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 no please. Please, please. Just like, here's-, here's my opinion on Shiv's pregnancy reveal. Number one clearly it was a last dis- it was a last ditch effort to like force connection the democracy. With Tom and like <sighs> here i'm like i'm this is why i'm like this you know this is why this is my opinion blah 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 but i also felt like it was i think she might be in her villain era now too because i feel like that was kind of her last ditch effort shot at being like yeah. hey love me like i have something to offer like i'm a good person like please mm-hmm. and he was like is this even real? And I feel like at that point she was just like, "Okay, well, yeah,
1: I would have been done too. I would have been done." There's no one for me. That. No one there, loves me. There, no, but there would have been.
0: Up for failure, though. Well, like... I mean,
1: no, no, no. Listen, I don't know. I feel like I have. I don't know why I feel like I was shiv in a past fucking life or something. But I'm like, I truly understand everything she does and when she does it and why she does it. And I'm like, she <clears throat> was trying to say not only like of course and that's the thing is like we have to i don't want to act like shiv is the fucking virgin mary or fucking mother teresa or anything teresa i don't know how to say her name whatever i've heard both but um you know because shiv to an extent cared about democracy until it mattered about killing the Matson deal and killing her own deal right like Mm -hmm. because that's why she didn't call nate that's exactly why she didn't call him that's why she tried to lie so I'm like, there, there is an extent to her actual altruism when it comes to the American fucking Republic. But with that, I get it because at that point, she was trying to just level with Tom and she does come at him and say sorry. And whether she actually means that or not, I don't fucking know. I don't care. The point is that she still tried to open dialogue and be like, listen, and then he- rightfully questions her and says, oh, is this because you don't want them to tell me te- – you don't want me to tell them about Mattson? Which, cool. He was rightful to ask that because you can't trust Shiv's motives. But then when she says that she's pregnant and and then immediately follows it with it's yours, right, because that was going to be his first question. And then mm-hmm. he asks her if she's te- – like, and but, like, even before that, in the middle of that, she's like, my dad just died. And whether she mm-hmm. sounds really truthful, she is also, like, mid-panic attack – right, of all the shit that's going on. She can't get along with her brothers. She has Matt's in like, over here fucking calling her every seven seconds, like, asking for an update. She's in the middle of all this shit. She is, like I said, the only one of the kids that hasn't broken the fuck down yet. So I'm like, she is in the middle of a nervous breakdown right now, guaranteed. Yeah. And so the fact that, like, she is going to Tom, and she also... My, like mind you let tom in to know that she was working with mats and had him sitting mm. behind the computer when she's on a zoom call with him type shit like i'm just like she let tom in again and he fucked her again in her eyes mm. so i'm like i don't like there is i don't know and i'm just i'm a scorpio aries moon ass bitch and i'm just like there is no time like the present to get that shit out so i'm like mm. i think that, that that's exactly why she confronted him when she did She's in the middle of like all of this emotional shit happening. And then even to say that she's obviously not the best way to say it, but she did it out of emotion. She didn't do it out of strategy. She doesn't talk to Tom out of strategy. She always sure. talks about it out of emotion. And I think that that's why yeah. her relationship with Tom always ring, like rings so true to me because I'm like, this is not at all based on strategy. You know, uh-huh. it is based on like how she's feeling when she feels it. These are raw things that she's feeling when she's talking to mm-hmm. him. And like, I think yeah. that, that it just, it, it comes through clearly to me and her even saying like, I'm talking to you. I'm trying to be vulnerable. I can't do it with your face. Like I can't do it with that look. And I'm like, I have literally said that before. Like, I'm not going to sit here and be vulnerable with you if I'm not getting anything back. And he's like, well, how should yeah. I form my face? I would have punched him right then and walked away. You know what I mean? Like, I'd have been like, okay, fuck you then. Like you don't deserve <laughs> this. My now. How?
2: Like- <laughs> oh my
1: God. That was a rant. I feel very passionate about this. I'm just like, fuck, like shit. I just get her, man. I just get her. Uh, I
0: have to throw my, run- my monkey wrench in just a little bit because honestly, with that explanation, I do see it more clearly on her end. But I feel like with everything that her and Tom have gone through lately, it was like I really understood Tom. I was like, oh, this man is shell shocked. Mm you have broken his trust so many times thus far it's hard and and you caught him like it's literally the night before the fucking you know the election like he is really not in the headspace and you should know better you should know yeah. better yeah like, I mean' on a really important night how hard is it, was it? really shit Everyone timing.
1: Was, <laughs> it was like, terrible timing it was terrible timing I agree I agree yeah. and I think that it could have been better and i the thing is the only reason I don't feel bad for Tom is because I'm like, Tom, you're acting all stressed. You're not really doing shit. Honestly, honey, everyone else is doing everything for you. you're not even making decisions. Yeah. You're not calling anything. You're doing I cocaine in the back. Like you're just doing that, co- yeah. you're doing cocaine for no goddamn that reason. Because yeah. you don't need Party it. Like, 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 yeah, I'm just like you're just ordering Greg around and and then making calls that Roman and Kendall like field to you and then you're just fielding it to your team. Like really why are you so stressed tom you yeah. know like you're like m- like fucking shit what's the same hold on uh fucking oh no what's the same what's the same shit i had it i had it i had it darwin darwin. 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 Oh, darwin darwin should be fucking stressed he's the one that's making the actual calls that's, right? that's darwin. On the line. <laughs> yeah darwin is the one that's gonna get arrested if this shit's wrong right like he's like mm-hmm. like and then kendall and roman are the ones that are gonna get fined like tom nothing yeah. bad can happen to you tonight unless you yeah. like pull your dick out on the atn fucking media floor and like go crazy Which-
0: I am so glad you just said that. I just want to segue into this one like, small handbook. <laughs> I do not remember this guy's name. Hugo, it's, it's not go Hugo. Right. Hugo. <laughs> Hugo. Oh my God. It was so funny because this is the best joke I've ever heard about any politics <laughs> ever is they're just watching them like do talk, you know, and do their little debates or whatever the Jimenez. fuck is going on. Yeah, it was
1: Jimenez just. Yeah, it Jimenez, and
0: yeah. it's so boring, which all of them are. All politics is boring. Wow. And he's like, yeah, like, can you flop out your dick or bust a nut or something? <laughs>
1: <That was> so <laughs> he didn't even say, you know what was so funny is he didn't even say bust a nut. He said a nut, which I thought Papa was. Papa cool. nut. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Papa
1: nut. I was so
0: flabbergasted and floored, but i was also like can you this would make it so much more interesting oh
1: my god i know and that's what like you know the thing is is like what trump brought to like republican politics was like this wow fucking reality tv-esque dramatic ass factor what we hated so much but then that's why all of us were just like yeah bernie gang fucking forever aoc forever because they have that shit and we were Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. You know i don't know i'm just like biden's cool or whatever but like he is jimenez he is what he was at. like I, like there's yeah. a hugo there are plenty of hugos out there like pull your dick out hell yeah yeah jerk off right on the podium like do something you know it's like you're is <laughs> a stick. like are you alive like like you know? raise
0: the flag and then pole dance on it
1: hell yeah you're <laughs> right <laughs> My fuck. God. like don't ban drag shows they're the only things that make politics interesting right like oh, fuck. I, I, so I mean, yeah no that's very that's funny a hot that you tip, baby that. i'm happy that you mentioned that maddie it was fucking hilarious like that yeah. was, and it was just like i love hugo, hugo I'm mean,
0: of the fucking episode i it was so unsuspecting <laughs> like yeah. i looked up i was like what F- excuse me yeah it was very
2: yeah again
0: shout out to the fucking writers
2: now that we're on the topic of hugo now i'm just wondering okay because we saw a couple episodes ago when kendo was basically like you're gonna help me like destroy our dad and like otherwise i'm gonna hold this over your head about the insider trading yes what what's happening with that like, we have not heard anything about that. Really. Well,
1: so I think in the next episode, the next episode is Norway, right? And mm-hmm. where they have to go and meet Matson. And the only thing that was said about it is Shiv, after Kendall and Roman go up the fucking ski mountain to meet Matson mm-hmm. for the first thing, Shiv meets them back at the bottom and um is just talking a bunch of shit. Like, she doesn't even know what, what happened in their original meeting with Madsen. But she's. I think she said she mentioned articles coming out about their dad, and I think that articles were published. But like it wasn't made. So I I feel like something happened, but I don't think it was made as big of a deal in that way as oh, okay. what Kendall had made it seem. But I think you know, just I think that was more so to show like Kendall's on his own journey he's on his own mission right now he doesn't give yeah. a fuck about the reputation of his dad like he's on his rogue ass kendall rogue ass kendall like my god they're all fucking rogue right now well and then yes. actually just about kendall one question that i have i don't you guys can't answer no one can answer because it wasn't answered um was just in the end at the end of um uh tailgate party which was the last episode kendall talks to frank about um is it Frank? Yes, it's Frank. I always get these two fucking confused, dude. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> the true disgusting brothers, these two. But um, <laughs> he talks to Frank about a potentially like stopping the Gojo, stopping Gojo buying or slash Mats and buying Waystar Royco, and and then bu- actually buying. in turn buying Gojo. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. nothing came of that. I don't think the siblings know that that's Kendall's plan. That there was no discussion no. about it. Nothing. And pretty much the whole their idea of the election like roman's whole his well outside of him getting the props of actually basically electing the next president because they're the ones that chose this motherfucker to be Mm -hmm. the ones that they streamed um outside of that mencken says that he could stop the gojo buying them deal so it's just like there's just this whole force behind all of it which is uh, it's just fucking crazy. It's disgusting that that yeah. is actually how shit works, right? Yeah,
0: it's wild.
1: I mean, like, we understand it in the terms of like lobbyism and all of that, but like, in terms of like, okay, like, if we're thinking about this as like Fox News, like, basically paying and paving the way for Trump's presidency, I'm just like, yeah, mm-hmm. fuck you, Rupert Murdoch. Like, I'm happy that mm-hmm. your life inspired such a great show, but also get fucked, dude. Yeah. You're like 90. Fuck off now. Just die. Yeah. You
2: literally. You, you've lived a life. <laughs> literally. literally. You you're done now.
1: Fucking
0: oh hell. Yeah. 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 No, it is very enlightening to see it put in these ways because you're just like, holy shit. Like, is this really how it is? And we, like, you know, as you get older, you do understand that. Like, there's a lot of gatekeeping, if you look at different companies that own like all kinds of other companies, it's like and this isn't every every industry across the board. It's like Universal and Warner Brothers own like fucking everything. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if you look into the music industry, it's like what Rockefeller owns like fucking everything.
1: Mm-hmm. If you yeah, like, no, no, they own monopolize it. Yeah. 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 yes, yeah. Yeah. they monopolize well, all of it and then it's like it becomes like this isn't an actual economy at all because there is not uh, any other businesses participating in this. Like mm-hmm. and then we we have that very clearly when it comes to like ATN and Pierce. Which was mm-hmm. very interesting and I loved that they showed a bit of like Shiv by herself in a conference room watching Pierce news and not ATN news. Right. Mm-hmm. Because she knows that shit's bullshit, right? Like mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I don't know. It's crazy. It's crazy. It no, is. Man. Um, I did just want to say there was something that like has been on my mind since I watched it just about Mencken himself. So for people that don't really understand mangan's politics, like he's a fucking fascist, right? And he is horrible. But um there was something in his um in his succession speech that he like he basically calls he's like, I don't wanna be somebody that um compromises on, you know, the quality of our country. Like I don't want the grubby, um, you know, unclean america i want to clean america which is like something that the fucking grand wizard himself would say right like it's just basically he's saying in in nicer more politically correct words like fuck black and brown people you know it's it's it was very clear and it was so fucking disturbing like watching the kids watch it and it, like it was it, like it was horrible and they ended the episode like that well they ended it with shiv walking out and saying we're gonna fuck these guys right which will bring us you into know,
0: that's really interesting i'm glad that you mentioned that because again like my simple mind like i did not pick up on that like hidden message um but one thing that i did notice and it makes sense it tracks because even what roman said the one thing that fucking shocked me like i think i was like looking down at something I looked up so fucking fast when he, like, made that, like, racist joke. The blacks and the Jews? Yes.
2: Like, that That was was jarring.
1: Yes. That was jarring. Well, that's
2: how they tied it in, I think. Right. That was, was like, a little... That was a foreshadow, right. So, like,
0: I didn't make the connection until you just explained Mencken's wording a little bit more clearly for me Mm. because like you know I'm not good at politic jargon I'm good at artistic jargon but politics I mean yeah just
1: read between the lines that way for a reason yeah exactly it that's why it's called politically correct right all it always means something else but like yeah yeah, if you just look at the person and just read between the lines right like and that's exactly what that speech was In fact, for me, I'm just like this was really on the fucking nose because that's something that like, especially like in like, anti-Semitic, anti-black, you know, homophobic. All this rhetoric, it's always like we need to clean it up. We need to clean it up. This is dirty. Like this, you know. And that's that's usually their messaging and like how they like get away with being anti all of these things, Mm -hmm. right? So the fact that he said that, I was like whoa is he the leader of the proud boys right now like who the fuck is this dude like how, like yeah, he has the balls yeah. to go on tv and say that and then i thought about it and i was like oh shit no trump has said a million things that sound exactly like that oh or my god even worse. Giving, more than that given platforms to people that sound like that right yeah and mm-hmm. so it's like it was just like holy fucking shit and then roman says something like oh it's fine it's nothing it's not because he knows he's literally sitting there watching him talk and knowing that's exactly what it means. And it's like, it's nothing. And then Shiv goes, it's not nothing Rome. Like, right. This is changing the course of everything from this right. moment. We have okay. just changed the course of everything from this moment. Right. And I felt like that just going back to like my original statement, just about like waking up after Trump's presidency. And I felt like we are a collective, we are a country, Like we're a democracy. And we did that. We changed it. And we changed it not only for us, but for the rest of the fucking world, because they all followed. We had Boris Johnson in the UK, like, a year later, and he was just a fucking horrible person as well. You know, it's like, it ripples. And so that's, like, it was just like, I felt the weight of how they, how Ellie Shiv felt, because, and probably Kendall, Mm. too um even though kendall's i think button, they all
2: realize
1: yeah they they all know the weight but like i like it was just like i feel this weight on my shoulders too because yes i voted against trump but like at the same time like i don't think about my vote as a, a single like i do when i'm doing it but like in, we are a collective like this is this is us as a country voting for someone so, I that's how I thought about it. is like, okay, us here in this room we did we effectively did this. whether mm-hmm. we we voted for it or not it's it's like fucking involuntary manslaughter, it feels like, like of a fucking nation, mm-hmm. like it's crazy. And, yes. like, sorry, I'm getting real deep here, but, like, just watching it again for a second time, and, like, I was like, fuck, no, it, this feeling is still there. It's still there. Mm-hmm. It didn't go mm-hmm. away. It didn't dissipate. It didn't dilute well, at all. It's well, still I think was- because
0: in real life we did see, you know, the, like,
2: That's-
0: the cataclysmic, you know, side of that. Like, we've had the time to see those things actually play out and develop, and things did happen and play out. In a lot of different ways, like just not like on the race side, but like on just any anybody who can be oppressed, yeah, anyone. Yeah. Like we have seen out in crazy ass ways, yeah. yeah.
1: Um, again, I think that you know this show, if I'm not mistaken, came out before Trump's presidency, so oh, it's, I thought it was really smart for them to bring it back to that, which was o- well over four years ago. Now, I mean, it's been almost eight years yeah. since then maybe no, it didn't no. maybe i'm lying i don't know um because there's only four seasons but i know that they like took some time off during covid but how
2: long i was gonna say how long did it take for them to because i only like, just started trump watching is, like last
1: season yeah trump was elected in 2016 mm-hmm. uh, no it was probably after trump's maybe trump's presidency is what fucking inspired the show Do you think they
2: already wrote this this episode or like this kind of thing like when he got elected I'm sure
1: yeah I'm sure yeah. it was like this is one of the major major things and you know especially because like we're 4 years into the show or 4 seasons yeah. of the show we can assume 4 years into the show and you know um I don't know I think that that the election was always supposed to be like a big pain point of the last season if not the last piece, yeah. somewhere in it. And I'm happy that even though Trump's election was so long ago, it's still so poignant for all of us. You know, the people that are actually watching show, the show, the viewers of the show, because like, I can remember it like it was 9-11. Like I can remember exactly That's where right. I was for that. So um, God, it's horrible that I'm comparing the election of a president to nine eleven. That's funny.
2: well, it's a traumatic experience. you yeah. know? it's like yeah. it's severely traumatic. Your your body and like you're gonna remember. Oh yeah, yeah. and yeah. not even
1: yeah. just on like a personal level. Like this was trauma on like a a,
2: a national level. Like a,
1: yeah, Electively. national level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's crazy. Uh, and like I don't know. I feel like I am happy to see the fucking rage from Chiv though. I am. Excited. I hope that she doesn't kill herself. I hope that... I mean, I hate that Mattson is the only person in her corner right now. Because I don't think he gives a fuck about her. So I'm scared. Yeah. You know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he gives a fuck about her either. And I hope that with the wrath that she does have, she's able to make something of it. At least enough to, like, position herself and, like, pre- pre- protect herself. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Like, I just hope that she can at least do that at the bare minimum because she's about to have a child like she needs to have a steady life
1: yeah yeah i don't know know, we have shiv walking out you know just like no we're gonna fuck them like they're done and then we have the funeral next episode what do you think is if you can even muster a fucking theory because who the fuck knows? I don't
2: know. I don't know.
0: <laughs> I feel because... like someone's gonna crush the funeral. I just don't know who it could be.
2: I don't know, because like like you said, like even though Shiv has been consistently the most rational and like you know, you think she has a good head on her shoulders, it never pans out. So it's like, even if you have a good plan right now, it's not going to fucking work, girl. Like, mm-hmm. uh, you know? So it's, it's like...
1: Devastating.
0: Yeah. Yep. I don't
2: know. Yeah. That's um, And it could go anyway, because it's going to be the episode of the funeral. Emotions are going to be the most sky-high they've ever been, and like, the most volatile. Mm-hmm. So it really could go like,
1: anyway. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. have Roman giving a fucking eulogy. Like, God, what if he. Uh... Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, and he could gonna pull a Roman Connor and say his... some crazy shit. Yeah,
0: he's been trying to, like, keep his shit together. And, like, he also was, like, a latent. Um, like, his remorse was, like, or not remorse, but, like, his grief. Um, grieving Preach. was, like, later. Preach. Um. Mm-hmm. So I feel like the eulogy could be turn out bad. It might. He might fucking lose his shit right there.
1: I am hit 100% on, yeah, on the vote that the eulogy is going to be bad. I don't know <laughs> how bad exactly because like, I'm just like, my mom said something that's horrible, but she thinks that Roman's going to kill himself. I mean, at this point, I don't think he is. I think that he is too narcissistic. He has developed this incredible narcissistic personality in the last couple episodes. So I don't think that he'll do that. But like, I feel like it's just, it's going to be, it's going to be horrible and like unless really, he gets
0: everything he wants and then he's still like this ain't shit and kills himself you know because that's
1: that's i don't know if they can do that in two episodes though you know unless the last mm-hmm. episode i know the last episode is going to be 90 minutes though so that's going to be <gasps> oh thank goodness movie length baby Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay so even if you don't know what's going to happen what do you hope is going to happen maddie go
0: Well, I hope Greg doesn't get the fucking throne. That's for sure. (laughs) Fuck that kid. Um, Hey, Greg. (laughs) Yeah, I hope Shiv and Tom make it out at least fucking like some some cooperability there. I don't even know. I just made that word up. But like, I just hope that they can come to some kind of terms because they're having a child. Like, at least if you're not going to be together, start being nice to one another because you're going to have to co-parent. Like, let's let's just get Mm -hmm. that together. Yeah. Is that highly unlikely? Yes, but I'm a wishful thinker.
1: Well, no, I'm just saying Um, what do you hope? What do you hope? Not not what's realistic. And and for Kendall
0: Honestly, I don't hate him on drugs. That's bad to say. (laughs) I think he thrives. (laughs) Until he kills somebody on accident.
1: <laughs> oh fuck! Yeah,
0: that, that I yeah. love it,
2: but
1: it was yeah. so funny, Brandy. Just to give some backstory to that, when Maddie also just binged the entire thing in a very short amount of time before the season came out, and. While she's watching the first season, she's like, you know what? I like Kendall on drugs. I'm here for it. I think that he's a very responsible drug user. Like he should do, keep doing (laughs) it. And then I was like, just wait until the season starts. Then
2: he kills
0: someone. Oh (laughs) my god! I was not ready, and I was so so upset. I was so upset. I was like, we were having so much fun up until right then. You fucking (laughs) idiot. Yeah. We we're, were having a good time. we had so oh much God. fun. Like he was being so fun, and then he did that. I was like, "You took it too far, yeah. God." Yeah. Um. So, like, I would like him to have a fun, steady relationship with drugs and not kill anyone else.
1: Yeah. Well, I no.
0: like that look on him. I know that's so bad. We don't condone drugs.
1: I mean, shut up. <sighs> yes, we do. I mean, we
0: we condone being adults and responsible okay yeah okay. but also you know it, it is what it is Kendall on drugs is fucking he actually
1: sometimes is a good time only when he's not on like a bender like i'm just like first time doing coke in a while great time, great time. Days, no sleep horrible
0: time. horrible pitching yeah, a meeting yeah. awful
1: yeah like jesus so okay yeah well that's good brandy yeah your hope. hopes and dreams
2: if if this could be la
1: la land just think about that
2: (laughs) if this were la la land um shiv and tom would make up and they would actually reconcile and get back together and they'd be like listen we both were fucked up because logan was a piece of shit that sucked but now we're moving on yep
1: um
2: yeah i wish that connor would just Go the fuck away and like him <laughs> and Willa can live off the rest the money that they have for the rest of their life. Like oh, yeah. more than enough. I wish Kendall would do the same and fuck off. Stop trying to be a businessman because like he doesn't make business decisions based on business. He makes business decisions based off of emotion, and that's a horrible businessman. Yeah. So I think he needs to just go be with his kids and get the fuck off. Yeah. And Roman, I honestly and this has kind of changed recently my opinion, but I I would love for him and Jerry to end up together. I feel that great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel that. I, I feel, feel that. that. We have a lot of
1: fun, you know.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh my God. yeah, he's the only person that truly gets it. And I think that's hard to yeah. come by.
1: Yeah, God, oh, that's fucking funny. Oh, my God. You know what? Actually, you just saying that Kendall being a bad businessman, I think that he would be excellent as a nonprofit fundraiser
0: oh my god fucking perfect be, like i'm just like join something he's so that-
1: aggressive no. he <laughs> would get so much money for <laughs> he would them get so much money
0: <laughs> like- Bro, imagine if he, if he was like a girl scout's dad but, like, was that all the fucking <laughs> fundraisers? Yeah, like, oh my god, god. <laughs> he would be, that kid he would be like, I was family. the best person in Girl Scouts, but also my dad embarrassed the fuck out of me. Yeah, yeah,
2: my dad literally blackmailed every single customer. Oh my god, I can't. Oh my god. I
1: can't. Um, <laughs> Jesus, I don't even know what my perfect world would be because I want the company to just dissolve i mean i am biased yeah. atn seems like a fucking horrible horrible place <clears throat> um, that's cool um, yeah yeah i would love pierce to just buy them out i would love pierce to bear hug them and give them an offer that they couldn't refuse and them not to find any way out of it because pierce is an american company and mm. maybe that's gonna happen because literally in the second episode of the season they're trying to buy pierce and all the shit's happening they literally shook hands with uh what's her name and she's a tough bitch so she's waiting on that money Mm -hmm. so i don't know maybe that'll happen i want shiv to go back into democratic politics and fucking kill mencken hell Hell yeah ruin him and i want tom i mean i would like tom and shiv to be back together but like honestly i don't I don't know. I feel like Shiv, like, I feel like they're the relationship where they have to, like, be toxic as fuck with each other. And then their next person is mm. the perfect person. Right? Mm. Like, I feel like that might be what, it, I feel like that might be, like, at least in my mind, like, the happier ending for them is they actually move on. They grow from that. They move on. They get with somebody else. Um, but then they're they grow so much that they're good co-parents. And um Kendall, yeah, nonprofit. Fucking work for one of the bigger nonprofits, fucking children's and families of New York City. Hell Roman, yes. God, oh. Roman. I want Roman to off. like run. I I feel like I want Roman to star. I don't know what I God, it's, it's why did I ask this question? I can't even answer it myself. <laughs> um, I do this every fucking podcast. Like Hey, you ask really hard questions. I'm sorry. sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. I already Very thought provoking. I know. I ask many the questions and then I like put people on the spot. That's why I didn't put you on the spot right away, Brady. I was like, Maddie, go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I'm never even prepared. Roman, I want to see him as a businessman. I just want to see him like in like twenty years from now. Like but like maybe, he's, yeah, more, maybe sure. he's worse you know i don't know i want to see him 20 years after therapy as a businessman and nowhere near yeah, as yeah. like he, big and lethal you know
0: mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i actually he, like, like he that, that, that for is. him i like that for him because i feel like in 20 years he would be a lot more like logan a lot more solid Yeah, he, he's lacking in yeah. experience for sure i think that's why he's being like I have the biggest dick on the block right now.
1: Oh, God. Yeah. And I forgot about Connor.
0: Connor,
1: (laughs) I forgot about Connor again. Connor. I'm sorry. Connor and Willa go live back on your ranch and vacation or live in the city and vacation on the ranch and just live out your days and stop. God, I wish that Willa
0: would become a successful playwright. Truly. That's the one thing. She should just
1: get that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I want that
1: mm. for her, too, actually. I know, me yeah. too. I know. She's, and she just, she's, she's been through fucking hell. I mean, the thing is, know. like, what still bothers me is the fact that, like, everybody wears, like, $7,000 fucking two-piece, like, blazer sets, and her wedding dress was, like, $1,200. Yeah, some shit like oh. that. <laughs> well, like, yeah. the, uh, probably less it's than 1200 Her Her, um, the fucking what is it the cocktail dress or maybe their rehearsal dinner dress was like 300 bucks and i'm like you this mm-hmm. man just spent a hundred million dollars on a campaign that got him five percent of the vote <laughs> most of those being in alaska and <laughs> and like and now and he paid you got a 300 rehearsal dinner dress like are you fucking joking yeah. meaning like his sunglasses cost more than that divorce and i'm wearing this on my body yeah, she divorce her. She really does. I hope that she does divorce him. But then I don't know what would happen to Connor after that. That that would be fucking devastating. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
2: that would break him. Yes, oh, it would.
1: Well, we are at fucking an hour and twenty five. This has been probably one of my favorite, definitely one of my favorites. I can't say favorite because Ooh, that's else. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was super interesting, very fun episode to go through and kind of break down. Yeah. Very fun.
1: Yes. Um a lot happened. I think we covered the majority of it, which kudos to us. Claps claps. Snap snap. <laughs> um, thank you again, Brandy, for being on here. Um, do you want to shout out your socials or you wanna keep a master?
2: Sure. <laughs> yes. Um, thank you so much for having me, first of all. Uh this is an awesome time again. My Instagram handle is get a pencil, it's difficult. <laughs> underscore young medusa so it's underscore y-u-n-g dot m e d u s a
0: there it, it is yeah. there it is baby <laughs> oh, my God. give her a follow give her a shout yes um and follow yeah. us on our newly branded Consistent name at H <laughs> B hose pod across all the things. Twitter, yes! Instagram. HB hbho's. HB, I know. HB yes. hose.
1: I know. We were we were ambitious when we first started it is that just trying to be HB hose. and then I realized I'm like people probably don't know what this is and also it would keep us consistency. So I'm just like let's just add the pod in there. Fuck it. Yeah.
0: yeah. 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 So find us, love us, rate us, flame we'll us, whatever, whatever you need to do. Talk you <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but be nice.
1: We love you. Okay. We loved this. Bye guys.
0: Oh yeah. Uh, See bye. you next week. Bye.